What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Long Game Podcast hosted by Thomas Kopelman and Trayton DeVore. In each episode, you'll hear us break down financial topics that are relevant to the lives of millennials and other young professionals. Our goal is to help bring credible financial information to you in short, bite-sized episodes. Thomas Kopelman and Trayton DeVore are the co-founders and financial planners at All Street Wealth. All opinions expressed by Thomas and Trayton are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of All Street Wealth. This podcast is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered advice. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisors you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. Welcome back to another episode of The Crossroads, a weekly financial show for our generation. And for the listeners, welcome back to the Long Game Podcast. On this week's episode, we are joined by Taylor Simpson, who is the founder and CEO of the Halo app, which is a community micro lending platform. And to kick us off, just so listeners have a little context, why don't we um, start off with telling us a little bit about your background, your story, and what led you to starting Halo? Uh, thank you so much for having me. And I'm very excited to uh, meet your audience and share you know, what we're building. But I'm just a human man, I'm a regular human that wants to do some like some extraordinary things for everyday people. I feel like we're forgotten about and um, and it kind of started there. I really wanted to make an impact in uh, my life and in the lives of the people around me. And the financial trouble seemed to be a common theme. Uh, it's really just a reoccurring sort of narrative for, for all of us, no matter where we're at, no matter where our backgrounds are. So um became really passionate about just providing a solution that every everyday people could use in the money space and I am not in this space at all I didn't have a business background I didn't have a financial background I'm, a, I'm like a creative by trade um I'm an architect or I was an architect prior to this I worked for an architecture firm for about three and a half years mm -hmm. I, I dropped it all and <laughs> started failing miserably <laughs> for the next seven years and uh, somehow things completely turned around and and now we're here. So let's talk a little bit about like the story of how you came up with this idea and then also just like what the product is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's, it's truly, truly simple. I was, um, like I said, I worked for a firm. We were doing the World Expo. I was in Milan, Italy. I had never even fathomed like traveling you know to Italy at that young age it wasn't even on my radar uh, and somehow I had gone in the company and they allowed me to be there and uh, I started posting some Instagram pics they're still on my Instagram if you follow you know me um, I'm the halo tailor so I, I keep that just to keep sort of a timeline of, of this journey but uh, on that same pic uh, that I posted I think it's my second or third um, somebody from schools at Ball State University reached out and we just you know we chatted for a bit just a bunch of nonsense and then um you know he he sort of broke down and, and just said like man I'm really struggling and you know kind of clearly you're not <laughs> which is fine to say but if you could just like cash at me a couple hundred bucks man it would save my life I'm about to get kicked out of my apartment and to me you know the first thought was like absolutely thank you you know thank you for being vulnerable and just like this was probably really tough for you that was the only thing I was kind of thinking about like man you know thank you for trusting me to kind of pour it out there and I sent him the money he sent he sent 350 back and just to break down both sides of our marketplace if anyone has ever invested anything 300 with a return of you know 50 bucks in two weeks is 
the most extraordinary return, financial return you'll ever receive. Um, and, and, you know, the thought there was like, whoa, you know, what happened, what would happen if it was that easy, uh, truly to, you know, give to somebody or lend someone money and to make a little bit, you know, a little bit back on an app, just like Uber, just like Airbnb, just like these other marketplaces, except, you know, what would the world look like if that was money? And it, it started there. And, you know, of course, first thing you do as an entrepreneur is you just jump in and say like, well, clearly someone else is doing this. Like, clearly there's just like, Google has a lending program or Facebook. And all I saw was that marketplace lending is this brand new concept that is changing the world. You know, Lending Club and Prosper were these just gigantic hockey sticks <laughs> that were just like, whenever you need a debt consolidation loan, get away from the bank a little bit and let's like humanize it. Yeah. Uh, there were always these like 20,000 plus things. And I was thinking like, what if I don't need a better solution to a car loan? Like, what if I literally, you know, have a car and I just need to change my tire? Or like, what if I'm not trying to, you know, SoFi is like the killer right now in this space, but like, what if I'm not refining my like student loan if I didn't even go to school, right? Yeah. What if I just, or if I'm a college kid, what if I just need books? Um, and so there was nobody in that small dollar space and I just fell in love with it. It's every day, every bit of research, every like, I'm the cat that will just burst into the barber shop and say like, I have an idea. Can you all <laughs> listen to me, please? And I've always been that guy. And that's like my only skill set. So when I, when I say I'm not business, I'm a creative by nature and I'm just like a <clears throat> bullish marketer, you know, just like leave it all on the line kind of guy. And just people continuously just say like, wow, man, I would use that. Like, oh man, I would use that. And then it went from, I would use that to, I, would, I need this, man, because like I use payday loans. And so you'll hear this a lot, like this story of how awful like banking is for yeah 70% of the country. I mean, literally 70% of the country. We don't have to get into the historical context of like redlining and how people just have never even seen a credit card or a credit limit and just have to rely on either literally having it, you know, as disposable income or savings or using you know what predators you know attack people with like payday loans pawn shops cash advance cash checking i mean all of that industry is borrow 400 let's, let's go into that a little bit more because i think like from our side and maybe some of our audience or people that we know are pretty privileged so like for a lot of people that never grew up around this like we had tyrone ross on here and he's really been able to talk about this perspective and how that is why underrepresented people understand crypto a little better. And we're not necessarily have to go down the crypto rabbit hole, but like, why, why does this really, we can always go down that rabbit hole. Love it. <laughs> I just, I think we need to educate people on why this exists because for most people coming from a privileged background, you're just like, well, why would I need an advance on $300? Like either somebody's never going to be able to pay it back because they don't have that money or like, why do you need short-term money? Like, I think that people will be super confused just at that part of the need. Yeah, it's interesting because everyone needs short-term needs. Like literally 25% of the country has the savings, right? Like if you just imagine, like if you have a thousand dollars plus in savings, like you're the ultra privilege. And obviously that goes way up. Some people have hundreds of thousands, right? But like if you have a thousand dollars plus, you're in the 25%. Um, 75% don't have it. And about half of that 75 are privileged because banks help like credit card swipes our loans and i think that's like the big barrier that we try to address like no like 
you're in that same bubble, but like maybe, you know, banks have given you a credit card with a limit that you can swipe if you don't have the cash to just buy something Christmas time. Oh. Right? And have it. So this is a great alternative to a credit card for somebody who's like, okay, maybe I barely have a surplus a month or it's 50 bucks. I'm driving home, two tires pop, it's going to be 500 bucks. Okay, well, I know I either swipe a credit card, pay 25% interest. If I don't have a credit card, I'm screwed. Yep. Or the option is, hey, over 10 months, I can, or 11 months now, I can pay you that extra 50 bucks a month and pay this off, but still be able to get this fixed and not be like, I don't have a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's dive into the, like, if, if I don't have it or if I don't have credit, I'm screwed. So um, for a, a lot of the country, like petty loans is the bank. Uh, for the community. Um, financial deserts, like there's no banks in these communities. They're literally just gas stations that offer some services and like these payday loans, which everyone sees. And they're more payday loan centers than McDonald's and Starbucks combined. So they're just everywhere. Wow. And literally the deal for them in national average is you go in, you hand them a bunch of stuff. There's no tech here. So like you literally hand them a pay stub, you hand them a, a check for the amount that you need, et cetera. And they cashed it in two weeks and uh, it's 400% interest. So that's the reality for wow. national average, you borrow 400, you pay back 1400. So $1,000 in fees is the national average. And there's no bridge. There's really nothing in between that marketplace and credit card swipe. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Devastating, man. So like, you know, obviously, you know, my family, um, deep rooted all over the place, but like my family's experienced it. I have experienced it. Um, you know, I was, I was blessed uh, that I grew up in a, a very safe household, but this entrepreneurship venture took me on a curve. I, I didn't want it. I'm kind of that guy that just likes the pain. So I didn't want to talk to my parents about it. You know, I had a house, like, I, you know, I had a house three years out of college, um, just trying to follow the track my dad gave me. But like, I was using pay loans and like had the repo guy banging on my door, just trying to start a business. So um, it's literally that. And you walk in, they just charge you enormous fees. They're not really, you know, they have no leeway. Um, and everyone gets bundled because that's the only that's the only resource. So are all the no, under $1,000? Is that the number? $1,000 or less, you have to repay it in six months or less. Why did you pick that number? It, uh, well, there's a... Five reasons, really. Like, um, one, that's our backer threshold. So we did a lot of asking. Like, I'm the kind of guy that just asks questions. So we're a double-sided marketplace. All of the, even credit card, credit card volume, like all of the loans that people seem to be in this, like $1,000 or less space. Like that everyday sort of just need a little boost or help paying rent or bills or Christmas time's coming around or in-laws are coming in or, or bail money, you know, or... I need to renew my license. I mean, it all sort sort of fits in this thousand dollars or less. But also, um, we connect people to people, and so generally, you know, if you if you guys are are lending money, man, like I got a threshold, I got a risk threshold. Like mm -hmm. I loan somebody four hundred bucks, but I'm not just gonna take a chance on four thousand. So it it seems to be like this perfect, just kind of small dollar marketplace. And also, we really wanted to cap it at six months. Um, if you take out a loan, if you really need a loan, you need to be able to affordably pay it back in six months or less. Uh, so those are kind of the, the biggest two reasons. Yeah. And going back to the origin story a little bit, like when you said that guy reached out and he, I mean, you have to be kind of vulnerable to ask for money. And I think I saw with, on the website that it's anonymous whenever you request money on this. Is that right? Is that kind of how it works? 
safety. So um, the, the reason I think this is picking up so fast is that people finally feel safe. Uh, the anonymity is big for that reason, just because it cuts out the vulnerability, um, mm -hmm. especially in our community model, which I'll really dive into here in a second. But also uh, we remove names, we remove age, we remove race. I mean, there's a lot of biases that everyone knows about in, in finance. Yeah. Going to that community thing, because I really want to hear about that, because there's maybe something I was going to mention. Yeah, I mean, that's the revolution, dude. So, like, people-to-people -people lending, I've always felt was, like, the future, just because, like, it's the natural progression of finance. Um, and the world's so imbalanced, you really just have to, like, educate people to, like, bring that balance uh, to fruition. Um, so, we did people-to-people -people lending all 2020. We killed it, crushed it. Like, just in Indiana, we were lending money, you know, back and forth, about $200,000 in loans in about six months. But um, it's tough to scale. And, I mean, like, marketplaces really require, as we've seen, the Uber kind of cash <laughs> kind of investment model. And it's not just not realistic for Black founders <laughs> at all, uh, which just honestly. So, we were trying to just be really smart. And so, um, also, Indiana, the Midwest in general is really B2B heavy. They hate B2C companies like consumer product. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of like the vibe whenever I jumped on a call, you know, I'm high energy, let's pitch. And they'd say, oh, I wish you were just like a B2B solution. <laughs> and so we kind of tested it. You know, we reached out to like pastors and like big nonprofit players and just said like, hey, this is our product. Can you advocate? And they were like, I love this, man. Definitely. I'll post it. So that was a majority of our traction, just like having these big players advocate. But we started seeing like, well, how do I, you know, how do I see just like my members of my church? Is there a way to filter it? Or, you know, like how, you know, how do I know it's just, we were big in the domestic violence space because a lot of these centers need to have a turnkey solution. Like they provide food services and train tickets and this, but they don't have like, you know, anything for money. So they send you to Chase next. And like, usually like that extra 30 minutes is terrifying and all sorts of things can happen. So um, they wanted to see like their members. And I, you know, after our app broke, longer story, uh, end of 2020, uh, we really went face forward into like, we need financing and like, we need to roll out this community product so we can build private lending communities where people can create a password, share it, and only see uh, the people that have that particular password. And so that's why, you know, that's the revolution. So now we can partner with any church, any nonprofit, this podcast, you know, just anybody that wants to build financial community can build it. And if someone requests a loan uh, up to a thousand, families are growing, you know, like grandma's launch codes <laughs> and share it with their nieces and nephews and grandchildren. But anyone that wants to build financial community can uh, and enable yeah. it through a password and share it. We're learning how that share process grows. It's kind of our last hurdle, but uh, anyone can build a code and share it and build their own private people to people lending community. Yeah, I think that's absolutely brilliant. Like that was the idea I was going to want to talk about is like, is the next evolution, because I didn't know that you started to work on it, is why don't you plug into communities that are already about giving back? Because I mean, to me, if I'm somebody that goes through this um, and I don't know the other person, it's almost like on my side, what do I get the benefit for? Because a lot of people like the tangible feeling of how they're helping. So if it's me giving to train, no idea who he is, no name, here's a thousand dollars, I'm expecting that return. If you transfer this over to communities that are like-minded people trying to help others like churches or any other type of non-for-profit like that, it's like, well, I know that person, they're a part of this community. 
I care about them. Maybe I'm going to give them zero interest loans or really low interest loans, knowing who they are and the impact that I can make. And I can feel that. So now you have like, still, it can be a good investment for you short term. And then you also have the purpose side of it. And I'm feeling like I'm giving back. Like that's a really powerful mission to get people a part of. Exactly, Thomas. I mean, like that, that is, you know, that's the joy of kind of this, this whole thing. Like we were trying to build it so that the everyday person can feel safe as like a backer. And that's the 35% limit. We are just trying to balance the risk and like make it a viable investment. And so that the averages were about, you know, 20% when we rolled it out completely peer-to-peer across the country. And that average, man, has like marched down. Like we have active communities that are like, in, in our last product rollout, actually, um, two weeks ago, we wrote a feature that allowed uh, communities to set an interest cap. When they build their community, they can also set a cap. So any backer, the sliding bar only goes uh, to, uh, to it just to walk through, just to walk through kind of the product too. Mm-hmm. Borrowers request a loan like Cash App, they set how long they need. Um, we have a couple pages of a scoring system. We built our own underwriting, and and then uh, and then the loan goes out. Backers they can search for loans, select a loan uh, via just their score and how much they need. And then we have so, more. How do you create the safety side? So hey, I agree. I'm gonna take a thousand. I'm gonna pay you back at twenty percent interest. Like, what stops me from just disappearing? Man, um, that has been like our golden question. And, and we've we've tried to oversolve that a little bit. Like we built an, a, a scoring system. A lot of this market we serve, you know, doesn't credit unscorable or credit, I call it not cared for. Like, I don't care, man. If, I, if I'm not gonna be able to use my credit, you know, all it does is make me sad. So <laughs> there's, I'm not getting a car loan or a mortgage loan. So what, am I, what do I need credit for? And I'm, I'm not getting a credit card. So we built our own underwriting system. That took two and a half years. That was like the big thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing was like trust. You know, we spent 30 minutes on call on a call with every single user. It wasn't scalable, maybe, you know, maybe not, but it felt good. And like people tried to take care of it, like to the best of their ability. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, we have automated repayments. I mean, that's the big thing. Uh, like today, we use ACH. It takes a little longer, but we do automated repayments. So every two weeks, if, you, if the borrower chooses eight weeks, every two weeks for, you know, four times, we, uh, or ACH weeks yeah. pulls the installment amount and repays it. And now with the community model, I mean, there's tons of stuff we can do. Like literally we had a, a pastor uh, posting, you know, their programs like, hey, three people are off track. What's going on? Like, we need this tool. And I just thought it was cool because it's very human and it's and, it's, and it works, right? Like you, yeah, you can- that reinforcement there. I really like that. So if I'm a lender and that person chooses to not pay me back, is that, am I liable or are you guys as the company? Like, I, am I just out? Yep, at risk, at risk investment. Okay. Have you guys like implemented any like strike rules or something? Like, hey, this person comes in, like it's kind of like a one strike rule. If you default on these, you don't come back as a user or anything? Yeah, one time and you're out. But it's it's a little bit different language too. Like uh, one thing we tried was the, the uh, jargon stealing. Like, hey, dude, did you mean to steal? And they're like, I didn't steal from anybody. I said, well, you, you owe 300, you only paid 120. Well, hold on, let me jump in the app. So like just using some more of that language too. Instead, is of, debt, instead of defaulting on debt, it's stealing. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's another That's person. Hard. Like that, that human stuff is what we're really trying to just, and still, we're still testing everything, right? So like everything's still sort of variable, but we're learning like specifically that people react differently when it's not Chase. 
Because like it's like a student loan. Like I don't care. You don't care about me. You got a billion dollars. No, it's Thomas, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's it's yeah. not a billion dollar entity. Like it's another human being that could be your exact same profile, and it's just like March instead of September. So I wonder if in the future is there a way? And I don't know like the laws around this to be honest. But like, is there a way that as the community, so we have a church that community is 5013C. Is there a way that this can like these people's need can go through that company or that? The nonprofit, so then me as a giver could be like, I'm finding people and just giving that money away, but then it still counts as a write off. We're working on it. So, um, uh, Alicia, our uh, COO and CTO at the moment, is uh, working on a product feature to allow that. We do heavy Christmas campaigns or holiday campaigns. So, we're trying to have it by then. Um, also, we have a nonprofit partner, uh, Kindness to One Another. And literally, uh, in our partnership, they raise money to help people get back on track. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, if you see our logo, it's the infinity symbol. There's a lot of, you know, symmetry and fluidity in like our partnerships with nonprofits. And, you know, for example, kindness to one another that just like, hey, you still owe 48 bucks. I know you tried. Let's take care of it for you. Um, or, you know, if a nonprofit just wants to donate money to this mission like like there's four yeah. billion dollars in loans every year given out and payday loans not a huge number in the finance department it's 10 billion dollars charged every year in fees yeah. let's wipe it out i mean why not we have the platform to do it that makes sense have that. you thought about adding in for users free financial classes inside the app that'd be cool yeah man i'd I love help with that if you ask some we're looking for partners that's something that we don't want to do right now like we just want to be good at what we're good at but like every single person's asking us for this suite of services which is exciting because like you know we have a clear kind of pathway to an even greater business but uh i see that as an obvious like let's find a partner that we can if we also don't want people to stay in debt like we want to churn borrowers so yeah like, that would align with like our mission budgeting tools etc i think um not to be like two, because it's kind of a little out of context, but like the AGC is called the advisor growth community. It's like, there's almost 200 advisors in there and they've done something similar to help create free education for people. If that's like a place you want to go, I guarantee we could get tons of advisors to each teach like one topic to help build out this app as like an active service. Like they're all about that. So if you want to go down that route, definitely hit us up because we would be, we'd really want to help you build that out. Cause I think that would be such a great value add for those people who are already admitting to be in need, like, Hey, as part of this, like you paid off the loan, like maybe it's only, Hey, I paid off my loan. I've proven to be, to, to fulfill this role. Now we're going to give you free education because you've been one of our like credible people in this service. I think that'd be sweet. And maybe they get like a little credit or something for every course that they complete or something like that. Like there's so many cool things you could do with that. That's awesome. I love oh, it. I mean, that that's like, that's why we have to be in the trust game. Like we, you know, our big, 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 like, what is your company to be the most trusted company? I know it sounds goof, but like if backers trust it, it's over. You know, there's yeah. no place that can get, you know, somebody that's homeless and Bill Gates in the same platform. <laughs> it's like, Literally, so like we want to be the most trusted platform, and part of that trust is like once we once you trust us with you know a flat tire, you, you know you should continue to trust us moving forward. Um, yeah. Like becoming a backer, like doing educational resources, like you know believing in the partnerships, like having aligned partners, you know that makes sense for like what we're doing. So yes, please, if if you if you would, yeah. let's connect and for sure. 
Why yeah, I think it's it? also interesting too, because I, I, in the beginning I was like, well, as an investor or a, a lender, it's kind of frustrating that I can only do $1,000, but you basically can do $1,000 per loan and diversify out to, oh, I mean, that, I mean, just it's <laughs> diversification, your diversification of loans you're letting out. There's nothing to say I couldn't give $21,000 loans yep. and that'd be a really good opportunity of getting a little bit of growth somewhere while also giving back. And can the lender, can the lender choose like what the interest rate is? Like if I wanted to just give someone a thousand at 0%, is that possible? Or is it just set at like a 5%, 10%, whatever? Freedom lives here, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like literally freedom trust, like those two two things are reoccurring. You can go in there and you can charge anywhere from zero to 35%. Cool part about backing is like, yeah, our average backer comes in. Average loan is about 500 bucks, but they do three loans. So it's about 1500 on the first round. And we're just now seeing some more, you know, you know, some more reoccurring backers that come in and reinvest on the platform. So we'll have some more sound data there, but uh, they come in the back three loans, but you can also like choose, right? Like we just launched another survivor community. Maybe you, you know, you want to back churches in a certain, you know, geography. Maybe you want to just like Mm -hmm. just launch a music community. You know, that's like musicians backing musicians. Like maybe that's your space. Not only can you like choose your financial return, you can kind of choose your, I wouldn't say cause, but just like, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what what pie of humanity do you want to like support today or balance today, right? I mean, everyone's un- imbalanced, like the music industry is imbalanced, right? The, your business, you know, we, we're working on a couple of business relationships. You know, we see all this data. I mean, you think about McDonald's and Walmart and Amazon's like, man, that's the most unbalanced, <laughs> imbalanced thing in the world. Jeff, why don't you have five, $5 million man, to like make sure that your employees are, aren't using this like awful service and also, Jeff, if someone doesn't pay you back, where's the company email? Like, hey, I'm, I will no longer support, you know, this this program if like this happens. But like, you have all these execs, and then you have, you know, people working they're making twelve thousand dollars and just in these awful working environments. And then when something happens to them, they get beat up even more. Uh, and that's when you see all the bad stuff, man, like crime, dropout, divorce, just mental health issues in these communities. Yeah. And do you have to be a part of like each community to be able to be a lender in it? Because that's that was a part that I kind of had a question on. So like if Thomas's church was doing that and I wasn't a part of it, could I still lend to people asking for money within that? Or do you have to be in each community? We uh, so we allow the uh, the communities when they launch, they choose public or private. If they're private, this one, you know, that economy to exist inside like or instance we just launched a daycare and they were like well I got 12 families you know I know half of them need money right now so you know I, I can put up the three or four thousand bucks but if you want to be a public community uh if any backer asks for more opportunities then we can send them all of the public you know we usually jump yeah. on a minute call and say like hey what, what kind of stuff do you want to support well you know if it's that space here's some eight code here's eight codes that I just emailed to you type them in and, and you'll be able to see them That's yeah awesome. That's super cool. I think like kind of to wrap up something that I feel like I have to bring up is this seems just like a perfect DeFi play, like build on smart contracts. And you already talked about a little bit of the problems with ACH, which can be solved potentially in the future with a better payment system. Like, do you guys see that as a future evolution is building this into being a DeFi product? Absolutely. Even down to, you know, we're already defining the credit system. I mean, in in so many ways, like down to like community credit, that's, you know, we have 800 data points on like every member of a community that they can access or 
partners can access, but absolutely. I mean, um, yes, we're staying focused in this space, but there's like, there's so many evolutions. Like, yeah, can we get some giving dollars to tackle this like awful industry? Then like, how can we literally take those same dollars and like tackle the credit card industry? And then like, yes, how can we take those? I, I mean, just, it, it begins to rain. So yeah, yeah again, I'm, I'm pocketed uh, just for like this this next quarter, but we're, we're definitely gonna swing it at everything. We wanna be the trust in the human player um, in all of finance. Yeah. Is the total yeah. super cool I, I love the idea uh anything that you want to say before we wrap up no just thank thank you for the opportunity to share um if this is a backer heavy community literally um you know reach out to us and uh, you can reach out to me directly at taylor at the halo app and i'll get you set up it's a wonderful feeling it's the best feeling in the world uh to support somebody to save a life you can hear some audios of like what you're actually doing even though it's anonymous we do have borrowers that are willing to share their story and the impact that this made um so if if you do you know feel in your heart or in your wallet that you want to be a backer it's both it's good for both <laughs> there's definitely yeah. altruism but there's definitely you know financial return and there is risk uh, but um you know uh, reach out to us and we'll get you set up uh, but yeah. thank you for the opportunity to share for sure, man. Thanks for coming on, Chair. And I just think this is such a cool product idea of a mix of like a good way to give out money while also having purpose and also like making an impact. And I think so many people talk about, oh, I really want to give back and help the people who need the most help. But most people start there and then they get right out of that space into somewhere else. And I think it's cool that you guys are staying focused and <clears throat> really building and helping these communities. So thanks for what you do, man. We're going to share this and we'll talk offline a little bit about helping on that education side. Um, and thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you back next week. Thank you. Appreciate it.